Lights, camera, action. I'm Graydon, and I'm your guide through the deep dive into the world movies right here on the Director's Cut. Exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Check down in the description below for all of our social medias. You can find us at Twitch, Kick, uh, X, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. All that stuff is down in the link below. And also check out BloodlineNetwork.com. Where we have a bunch of articles, a bunch of tra um, trailer write-ups, a bunch of articles on sports, wrestling, the likes. Also, when you're there, check out Bloodline Entertainment Network slash merch for our store and find out what type of merchandise you have. No, you cannot get this sweet turtle shirt there, unfortunately, but it's all your Bloodline needs. Shirts, beach towels, so you don't get that sand burning your butt in the summers. Phone cases, coffee mugs, whatever you need. We have it right there. And remember to hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification, and hit and hit that thumbs up button so you can get videos like this all the time from us. We post daily, folks, right here on YouTube. And also, I'm Graydon, the Bin Buster. You can also check me out at my channel, Bin Buster. All that is down in the links below. But first, before I get into what we're talking about today... If you haven't read it down below, we have something exciting to announce. Yo, what's good, brother? You ready to live stream? Oh, man. I just don't know. I, uh, I'm feeling real low on energy right now. What? You know what, man? I know exactly what you need. You need some W energy. Let me send you some W energy right now. W? W? W who? W what? W energy? What's that? What's W Energy Drink you say, Tim? W is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or against like other energy drinks. 
W Energy Drink contains no maltodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. W Energy Drink also contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropic, and 150 milligrams caffeine. Here, Tim, try W's Energy Drink latest flavor, Dragonade. How do you feel? Yo! Oh, oh, I'm feeling so much better. Damn, where do I get some more of that W from? Oh, that's what's up. Just go to the awesome website, w.gg, and use our special code, Bloodline1, and get 10% off right now. That's right. Go to w.gg to get yourself some W and use our code, Bloodline1, for 10% off of your total purchase. Do it. Won't be disappointed. Anyways, as I was saying, we are here to discuss a certain movie that just recently came out, and I'm sporting the proper shirt this time to talk all about it. But first, before I get into the synopsis like I normally do, let's go through the chat for a little bit, see who's here tonight. We got we got Nick. Hey, from the UW podcast. He goes, what's going on, Graydon? I'm, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Dylan with his awesome um, Saints. <laughs> Saints podcast he did. Yeah, uh, what was that? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. My days have been all all over the place. But Dylan, awesome job there, man. What's good? I'm doing good. Oh, that's right. That's right, Cage. Cowabunga. <laughs> and it's totally tubular. That's right. Let's see. What's up, my guy? Justin, I'm doing well. How are you, man? How are you doing, man? Say, people are saying hi to each other. Why do you want pizza now? I don't know. Maybe because we're talking pizza tonight. So, so comment down below, guys. What is your favorite pizza topping? There's nothing, no wrong answers. And I will do it and I will make sure I read them out loud during the show tonight. So, okay, comment down below. What's your favorite pizza topping? So, here we go. What's good, Grant? I'm doing good, Tim. How are you, man? Awesome website. Keep it up, man. The Bump Boys. Hey, it's the Dirty Dango. What you doing tonight, Dan? How you doing? Uh, don't forget our code is Bloodline1. Yep. I I said that. The commercial. Yeah. Awesome commercial. We got. Yeah. People love the shirt. Can't wait to see this. Dylan, that's great. Oh, what's up? What's up, Devin? Awesome. Awesome podcast. If you haven't checked out his podcast, it's on mental health awareness, and it's awesome. It's audio only. So check us out on Spreaker and wherever else you find your podcast, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, stuff like that. So check that out below. He does an awesome job with that, so check him out. All right, let's see. Cage. Give me the ones up. That's right. Throw your ones up for everyone tonight. And like I said, we got our first pizza topping tonight. So comment down below. What's your favorite pizza topping? Here we go. We got pepperoni and jalapenos. Ooh, that's an interesting combination right there. Ooh, interesting one. Can't wait to see what else is out there. Mm. Anyways, we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Or TMNT Mutant Mayhem. I call it TMNT, that stands for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For those of you that don't know, that's what it stands for. So tonight, 
Here's the synopsis. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take their on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. So that's the premise right now. We get the Turtles as actual teenagers, not full-blown, almost adult teenagers like they have been portrayed where they're more mature. But we kind of get them in this movie as true, like, 15-year-old teenagers. In fact, here's a little known fact. The cast who plays the Turtles in here are actual teenagers. So all the antics and all the goofiness that you hear from them and seem that it's real, it's actually teenagers playing them, not adults trying to be teenagers. Like in every other TV show out there, the way something's pretending to be Teenagers in high school doesn't work. We see right through that. But these guys are smart. They actually got it. And before you say anything, I know this type of animation looks weird to some people. However, it's not claymation. It's a takeoff on that, but it's not true claymation. It's kind of like what they did in Toy Story. They kind of made these characters. They kind of made these characters look realistic, but still kind of claymation-wise, and used them as puppets that way. So this was actually done via computer, 100% via computer. What's my favorite turtle? <laughs> it's Mikey. Why else? Who else would it be? It's always Mikey. Mikey's the best. If you haven't checked out the con uh, the graphic novel yet, the last one, I suggest you do. It's an interesting story of what happens when there's only one of these turtle brothers left and Master Splinter's no longer in this world as well. Because those four characters died. There's one turtle left, and he becomes the last Ronin. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. You guys got to check that out. That's actually a good one. But when we let's get back to this movie that we're talking about. TMNT Mutant Mayhem is from the director. Is from director Jeff Rowe, who did Mitchell's Versus the Machines. He it is a vibrant, hilarious adventure from which the heroes in a half shell can and will build a turtle verse all their own. You see. Corny says hers is, hers is Mikey as well. So you see, this is starting off to be something amazing here because we get a fully fleshed out kind of teenagers. Yes, we get the origin story a little bit later in the movie, sure, uh, Splinter's reliving it, but we get them fully as teenagers, and they act and like teenagers. They enjoy pop culture. They enjoy the MCU. Yes, that's even mentioned in here. They enjoy a bunch of other things that teenagers would like, including pizza. All they want to do is be normal teenagers and live and go up outside of the sewers and become normal teenagers with everyone else that's living above ground, as they call. It. But Master Splinter's like, no, no one will accept. No one will accept us. Look at us. But here's the thing. There, is, I'm just going to put this out there on the table. There's no Casey Jones in this movie, and there's no Master Yoshi. So how did Splinter, uh, my only question is, how did Splinter in here learn his karate? How did he learn his karate? I mean, if Master Yoshi's not in here, we, we, we don't know. But there's a reason why Mutant Mayhem, it's called the title. There's a lot of mutants that are released, like Bebop Rocksteady, Tokar, Razor. They're all in here. So all you Turtle fans out there will know who these characters are. This is amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, we just get all these mutants in there, and they fight them. 
Muni Mayhem takes a broad strokes of turtle lore largely for granted, opting for a streamlined introduction to Splinter, voiced by Jackie Chan, and his adopted sons, Leonardo, Rafael, Michelangelo, Mike, yeah, Leonardo, Rafael, Michelangelo, and Donatello. From the start of the movie, is for from the start the movie is far more interested in the relationship with Splinter as a father than as a ma- master. Yes, so he so this focuses primarily on Splinter being more of a father than a master, which I think is kind of an interesting take on the lore and kind of an interesting take on the whole concept of the turtles that he's treating them more like sons than he are his students, and they're treating him more like a father than a master. Which I, I'm a fan of. I enjoy that. I love that. That's that's an amazing concept for me. And at first I was like, I don't know about this. Like seriously, seriously. Let's let's talk this over a little bit. I, at first I was I walked in. I'm watching this. I'm going. Uh, I don't know about that. But throughout the course of the movie, it grew on me. Like certain things that Splinter and the Turtles would do together, it kind of grew on me. That that concept of father and sons, that the that grew on me, and I can honestly say it fits with this movie. And for those of you that don't know, this animation style was kind of taken from Into the Spider Verse, from the success of Into the Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse. So you're going to see a lot more animation coming out with that. It's going to be different animation styles thrown in together. In this, in movies now, so with so just be prepared for that in any animated movie that you might actually see stuff like this. That's why it is the way it is. Splinter's strong prejudice against humans, forcing the turtles to disobey him so they can be a part of the surface world, like they always dreamed of. Mutant Mayhem makes the simple yet seismic choice to do what is comparatively few adaptations of the East Bay and Laird comics have done before. And leading to the teenage aspect of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Like I said, I enjoy the aspect that this movie brings in that they're actually teenagers. They're teenagers. They like skateboarding. They like pizza. <clears throat> they find April O'Neil. April O'Neil in this movie is a teenager. She's not an adult. She's a teenager in this movie. Which I kind of like because it kind of makes her relationship with the Turtles all that much better. Because they can grow together. As you progress these movies and maybe do three of them, you progress those turtles throughout the ages. They're now 15. Next movie, they're like 17. Next movie, they're 19. So that's the end of the teenage years. And you do it where April's going off to college. Are the turtles going to go with her? Like that relationship there is kind of interesting. So at least, and we see it grow a lot in here to the point where the boys want to go to prom. And what happens? Hilarity ensues, <laughs> and a bunch of fight scenes. So it's hilarious. It's awesome. And and these guys, like I said, are into the MCU. So the MCU exists in here because they mention how Hulk could just walk around. People take pictures with the Hulk, and it doesn't seem weird. But yet, Splinter's keeping these turtles underground. Why? Because people might make fun of them. It's something teenagers go through. Think about it for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting a little serious here for it. We're, <laughs> we've all been teenagers. We've all gone through that teenage angst of fitting in. Where do I belong? Um, trying to fit in. What else? Well, well like, 
like being a teenager, no one listens to you. You're, this is what I want to do, but no one will listen to me. We've all been there in one way, shape, or another. One way, shape, form, or another. And I enjoyed that aspect of it. That made me relive my teenage years. <laughs> uh, except I, I played football throughout my teenage years in high school. Yeah, and was active. I was active like these guys, but I did enjoy a few pizzas here and there. <laughs> uh, you you want to see something seemingly except dissipating comparisons to other superhero stories? New Mayhem opts to go with the flow that uses the masks and, and capes landscape as a very context to which a turtles hope to be seen. These turtles who know what's going on on in the MCU and have learned or been taught about their abilities are the quickest way to win pu public approval. It's that tension between the turtles want from the world and what the world expects from them in return that sees Beauty and Mayhem's storytelling at its most mature. But most of the heavy lifting on that score goes to the world-weary splinter. Jackie Chan's portrayal of the rodent sensei is constant source of warmth with off-the-charts single dad energy. A flashback covers the necessities of the family's ooze-filled origin and any... But any of the mutation details therein are completely outshined by the ever-essence moments of connection and growth among the sewer-dwelling family. That seed system splinters reasonably justified distrust of humans and the conflict it creates once the turtles yearn to be with the people where the people are a little more regularly. So you see... So, so they even bring out the angst of these turtles, like I was saying, like Ralph, Rafe, Ra Raphael has rage-filled, he's a rage-filled bruiser. Donnie's super smart. And he wears glasses in here. I kind of like that kind of, idea where over his purple, he wears glasses. Oh, that that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, Mikey's a goofball and Leo's a leader, but critically, Mew Mayhem significantly tones down the cartoonish heights of their personalities. They kind of take their cartoonish heights of their personalities, which are up here, and kind of bring them down to earth. The, and that's what I like. They kind of make these turtles seem like they could fit in into a real world setting, where they're not outlandish and over-the-top personalities. Like, Mikey's always a goofball. I mean, there's jokes in here about milk, and Mikey just, they want milk for his cereal. It's funny like that. Um... Thanks, Nick. Yeah, it's a turtle shirt. I thought I would wear it tonight because we're talking the turtles. So why not wear a turtle shirt? It's all the little things we do right here in the Bloodline Entertainment Network for your pleasure. So anyways, before I continue on, I have a little video I want you guys to see. Speaking of shirts. Tired of bored, uninspiring merch? Well, you need to go to bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch. We got merch for everyone. Men, women, kids, and the home. We got tanks, V-necks, T-shirts, coffee cups. And we can't forget about beach towels. That's right. Get your ass off that hot ass sand and get your Bloodline Entertainment Network beach towels. Bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch. For your pleasure. All right, so let's talk a little bit. If you guys haven't done it, check out bloodlinenetwork.com slash merch and find all your merch needs right there. T-shirts, cups, uh, coasters, 
soon. <laughs> um, phone cases, beach towels, flags, tank tops, men and women's and kids' clothing. Check that out. But anyways, let's talk the animation style. Like I said, this is kind of a takeoff on claymation, but not really. And it kind of mixes it with Into the Spider-Verse a little bit. However, there are certain times in this movie when you actually get the versions from Eastman and Laird, which is what I'm shocked about. No, no, you don't get these turtles right here. In fact, hold on. You don't get that those looks of those turtles. You actually get their actual comic book, the graphic novel versions of these characters in a couple scenes of this movie, like right towards the end when they're standing on top of a building, you just see them. Oh, that's a scene right off one of the comic books and drawn exactly the same way, which I find very awesome in this movie. A couple more Easter eggs that they have in here is, um, yes, yes, it is. A couple more Easter eggs they have in here. If you guys haven't figured out, in their lore of the IDW, that's their publication company, they've had a run-in with Batman and DC as well. So they're running with Batman, and you can actually hear Batman's voice in this movie. I don't know who plays the voice, but you can actually hear it in the movie in a certain scene. And if you listen closely, you get that awesome 90s beat sung by Vanilla Ice himself. You know, go ninja, go ninja, go. Hmm. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Hmm. Go ninja, go ninja, go. You get that awesome beat, too. So so you see guys, go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. You guys, we even get that. But here's the main part. The score is done by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails. So this is totally like my generation of music and like 90s and these kids and it's teenagers, teenage angst and stuff like this. This is the score is amazing. The animation style is amazing. I, I don't know what else I could say about this. You can't wait. Can't wait to go see the movie. And that's right. That's right, Courtney. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah. You can't wait to see the movie. JD, you're not going to be disappointed. It's a fun time to be had by all. It, like, honestly, go out, watch it. it, it it's, it's a fun time. In fact, that kind of throws me into my little review right now of what I give this. It's time is it for me to determine, is it too sweet that can't be beat, or is it too sour to even buy? Well, I can honestly guarantee you guys this, that this movie is just too sweet. It can't be beat. So, honestly, right now, most of the movies that I've done on here for you guys are too sweets. I don't know if I'm going to get it too sour. I might. I might. You will know when I get it because I won't be as excited like I am now to talk about the movie. I'll be sitting here going, oh, well, this is what it's about. So you guys can kind of see a change in my demeanor when that too sour comes in. But this is just too sweet. It can't be beat. Throw it in right there. Throw it in right there. Boom. That's right. That's right. So for this movie, uh, we we see that 
the prejudices that teenagers come in, what they face, the growth within the characters, the growth within them as a family. It's all right here for that. It's a good message for kids and a lot of great action for us older folks who enjoy the turtles and a lot of great action for the kids as well. So it's a, us as adults can understand what they're going through. And at times the kids can also understand what it's going through. Cause when I left, I, I heard a couple of families talking about it and these kids like, yeah, I feel that way half the time themselves. And so that's a good, interesting talking point about this movie. So I suggest go watch it. Go watch it. Bring your family. Bring your friends. Go see it. It's looking to be an amazing movie. It's already it already crushed its opening weekend. It's it's an amazing movie. So I'm going close up right now, but first I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Guess what? Guess what? There's a movie coming out August 25th that I'm reviewing for you guys next week. That's right. That's right. August 25th marks the theatrical debut of another video game movie, Gran Turismo. But I get a chance to watch it early. And I'm going to give you guys that review next Tuesday right here on the Director's Cut. So Gran Turismo, the next video game movie that was also based on a true story. The movie, not the video game. The movie is based on a true story. So I just want to say thanks for watching. And diving into the, and diving into the deep cut with me. As always, check down below for the, all the socials down below. Our merch store is down there. W.gg Bloodline1 for a 10% off code for that. Check that out as well. And without further ado. Oh, Cody's birthday is the 25th. Oh, okay, happy birthday. You remember that video game? Yeah, Directors was a great video game. Check it out. It's actually become the number one driving simulator now in video games. So check that out, too. If you're into driving simulators, want to drive with the actual wheel, pedals, and everything, it's a great game. It's a great game. Can't wait to talk to go see this movie and talk about it. But until next time, remember, all the socials are down below. Find them. Follow us. You'll know when we hit, when we do all of our content hit that like button hit that subscribe button and hit the bell notification for when we post videos like this and even upload ones like we have one by maddie daddy who just talked about rock purdy and fantasy ramifications of that too check his video out we had jessica this morning with the casual leanne with hers on on crime stories that was an amazing show so check that one out too and until next time i'm graded my socials are down below, so check that out as well. Until next time, remember, there's more to movies than what we see on screen. I am Graydon. And I will be your guide through the, through the films and their history right here on the direct.